Amen, amen. Awesome time of worship to usher us in. <clears throat> I have a video, a quick clip that I want to share with you to set up what I'm going to be talking to you about today. But so that you will catch what it is that I hope for you to catch in the video, <clears throat> I'm going to title my message. Um, it's not the greatest title I ever came up with. Um, it was really just the thought that I had in putting this together. And it was, it is uh, kingdom, kingdom business or church stuff or church stuff or kingdom business. <clears throat> so with that in mind, thinking about kingdom business ver versus church stuff, I want you to watch this video. <clears throat> and I want to remind you of the message that I spoke Easter morning about our resurrected king and the fact that where the kingdom of God is is where uh, the work that God would have being done is being done. So when Jesus would say, the kingdom is, is upon you, the kingdom is upon us, um, that was because wherever he was, he was doing his father's business. Or when John said, you know, the, the kingdom of God is, is nigh, it's near, um, but it was not there yet, right? He wasn't quite moving and shaking and doing but he was on his way. That's what he said. And, and that's how we know where the kingdom of God is. So I want you to keep that in mind as you watch this video. Um, don't, don't hurt yourself thinking too hard because I will discuss it. I will talk about it. But just keep that in mind as you watch this little clip. You can roll that for me. Thank you. So, question. What was happening there? Was it, was it church stuff or was it kingdom business? What was happening there? Was it kingdom business or was it church stuff? <clears throat> Trick question, Pastor Dwayne. It's not fair. You know what? I'm going to be honest. Can I be honest with you? I mean, Pastor Jeff would hope that that's what I would do on a regular basis. <clears throat> what if I said to you that I'm not really sure? Would you be willing to answer then? Would you be like, me neither, Pastor Wayne. I have no idea what that was. Was it king of business or was it church stuff? I'm not even sure what church stuff is versus kingdom business. Like, can you fill me in there so I can answer the question? I, I was recently reading a book uh, that discussed some of the things that churches do from spiritual 
to not so spiritual. Um, anything from Bible study or, or uh, efficient operations. Um, how about, let's list a few. Prayer meetings, prayer meetings, all night, all night prayer meetings or, or otherwise, anything like that, right? Is that, is that kingdom business or is it church stuff? Um, men's group, women's group, youth group. Any of the groups? Small groups? Kingdom business? Or church stuff? How God moves and on whose, uh, and, and I'm sorry, how God moves and, and who's in the elite holy or not, you know, how we pass that out, who gets in, who's not. Is that kingdom business or is that church stuff? Let's see, I got, I got two more. Parking lot attendance. Hmm? Kingdom business or church stuff? How about the, ush- the ushers? Ushers, wait, a.k.a. Homeland Security? Wait, 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 wait. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Heather. Uh, Fit. First impressions team. Is that, is it kingdom business or is it church stuff? Come on now. Somebody's got to help me out here. Both? Was that, the, was that the youth pastor? <laughs> it was. <They're>, you're, <laughs> it was Emmy. Whoa, Emmy, that voice of yours. We're going to. Okay, so I want to tell you who I'm talking to today. I want to make sure that everybody here is clear on who I'm talking to today. I'm talking to two very specific people. I'm talking to the young person in Christ, you know, fairly new, fairly fresh. And I'm talking to the mature person in Christ. You know, you've been around for a minute, you know a few things. I think that pretty much covers us all. So, so just that we're clear, that's who I'm talking to. Um, so again, church stuff or kingdom business. Now remember, last week I told you that we had a resurrected king and his kingdom, I said, is wherever we are. But there's, there's kind of a caveat to that. There's, 
there's an additional piece to that, right? Because it, it can't, it, it is, but it's not. Because you being there, unfortunately, may not be where the kingdom is. And I'm, I'm not pointing any fingers, right? Uh, but it's just a fact that there's something that needs to be happening as well in order for it to be the kingdom of God. But what is it? What is it? What is it that needs to be happening? Um, I'm going to tell you now. <laughs> I was just going to tell them now. Um, you're going to walk out of here without a clear answer. Okay? You're welcome, Tom. Tom's like, see, I, I don't like that, but I can deal with that because he told me in advance. This is why this is why you're not going to walk out of here with a clear answer right here. Matthew chapter 6 verse 33. It says, "But seek, aim at and strive after first of all his kingdom and his righteousness, his way of doing and being right." And then all these things taken together will be given you besides. That is the amplified version. Seek, aim at, and strive after, first of all, his kingdom. Whose kingdom? The resurrected king, right? His way of doing and being right. How would you figure that out? This is not a trick question. How would you figure that out? The word of God. It would require you to read your Bible. If you don't know, that's where you're going to start. Let's look at a different version. Let's look at the message version. I really like this version. It's very clear. It says, if God gives such attention to the appearance of wildflowers, most of which are never even seen, don't you think he'll attend to you, take pride in you, do his best for you? What I'm trying to do here is to get you to relax, to not be so preoccupied with getting so you can respond to God's giving. People who don't know God and the way he works fuss over these things. Pause. I'm not going to ask you if you watched, because I wouldn't want anybody to have to answer that question. Today's my birthday, and I don't want my feelings to be hurt. But Wednesday night, deep in, I shared, and I shared right smack dab in, in like, right there, uh, people who don't know God and the way he works fuss over these things. I, I went down and I shared it with the youth, right? 
and what, you know, I don't know if you guys remember, but we won't be fussing and having needless or useless discussions because we know, right? We know. If you want to be in the know, I suggest you watch Deep In. Otherwise, it's just me and them. <laughs> um, I did that on purpose just for you guys, you know what I'm saying? We're going to make them important because, yeah. Yeah. Uh, if you see yourself being moved out, I'm just saying. Um, ser on a serious note, back to the word of God. But you know both God and how he works. You know God and how he works. Steep your life in God reality. God initiative. God provisions. Don't worry about missing out. You'll find all your everyday human concerns will be met. Amen. Kingdom business or church stuff. What are we doing? You know what? I think now, I think now, Miss Katie, will you do me a favor? Will you run that, run that clip back for me again? This was not the plan, but I want you to watch that clip again now with what I've just said. So. <laughs> I'm just going to cut to the chase. None of it really matters. None of that really matters. Church business. Church stuff. Look, I can't even get it right. And hear what I'm saying. On one hand, it doesn't matter. On the other hand, it matters in every way. You're speaking in riddles, Pastor Dwayne. No, I'm not. Because as you've seen them walking alone, they're like, should I get this? Should I get this? Should I get this? Peter, Simon Peter, the guy who cuts off the ear, you know? The guy that was like, I'll never deny you, and then denies him three times, right? What does he say? I love what he says. He says, Let's leave it to the boss. So where do you think we should go? <laughs> should we go to the big guy out? That quick. That quick. Let's leave it to the boss. If he'd have stopped there, I'd have been like, he's the man. But he didn't. Just as quick as he said, let's leave it to the boss, he said, two more options? It, it, I don't know where we're going. I don't know what we're doing. Matthew, right? I don't, I don't know what we're doing. We're on an errand for Jesus. Again, we could have stopped there and been good. But they weren't. So then we jump to the finances. I love that one. The finances. 
We don't have a lot. What are we going to do with it? We can do a little here, and we can do a little there. We can do a little there. Well, we don't have enough for that. We don't have, we, we can't really, we can't afford. And it was what, I didn't even catch who said it. Uh, it was one of the John. This is John, one of them, I'm not sure. But he says, we never even, we never even thought we would find a, a, a bag of money. So let me, let me translate that for you. God had provided that. Here they are, trying to figure out what they're going to do, where they're going to do it. They're trying to figure it all out. But what's already been clear is God sent them on, Jesus sent them on an errand. He's making the decisions, making the calls. And... Um, he wants to cook. He wants to make dinner. He wants to provide. He wants to supply. He wants to give. He wants to do. This is what we know for certain. Now, I get it. We live in a life that's full of a thousand other details. And though we know these very clear things, we allow ourselves to get caught up in these details. Well, Pastor Dwayne, these details are important. I understand on some level they are, but when they begin to take our attention away from what is truly important, they no longer are important. Lights, no lights. Electric guitar, acoustic guitar. Three worship praise singers or five. Are they dancing? swaying or looking very intently is it too much is it too little are the people gonna like it are they not does he have a new tattoo hmm who's giving the directions i gave the directions but you're not in charge but this is what they want. But I don't know if I want to do that. But you're not in charge. And you asked who gave the directions. I gave the directions. Did you pray about this? Why is Pastor Dwayne using Pastor Jeff's podium? <laughs> John, you're the man. <laughs> I forgot my iPad, to be honest. <clears throat> Let's read this again. Matthew chapter 6, verse 33 only. It says, steep your life in God reality, God initiative, God provisions. Don't worry about missing out. You'll find all your everyday human concerns will be met. Amen. Let's move on to 
Mark chapter 12. I want to read this. I wasn't going to read all of it, but I'm going to read every bit of it. And I'm going to read it twice. Once in the New King James Version and then once in the message. This is the New King James Version. Then one of the scribes came, and having heard them reasoning, pause. So what's happening here is Jesus is in the midst of some people, some important people, um, other preachers, ministers, bishops, deacons, and, you know, the important people. <clears throat> and they're having a discussion, and uh, because he's supposed to be important, um, not by any word of his own, yet still he is who he is, and they are gathering that, yet fighting that, because they're stuck on whether it's kingdom business or church stuff. They're stuck on, is he going to be a king this way or that way? And, you know, is he fully God, half God, some kind of God? He picked wheat out of the field the other day on Sunday. You get the point? And they're having all this discussion. And, and then, you know, he teaches some things. He says some things, and they make complete sense. And this is where we're at. Then one of the scribes came, and having heard them reasoning together, perceiving that he had answered them all, asked him, which is the first commandment of all? Jesus answered him, the first of all the commandments is, hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. And you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, and with all your strength. This is the first commandment. And the second like it is this. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. There is no other commandment greater than these. There is no other commandment greater than these. So the scribe said to him, well said, teacher, you have spoken the truth for there is one God and there is no other but he. Pause. I don't know why, but I just, I, I was like, I, I'm still struggling with it and I didn't focus on it because it was a detail, right? It was one of those details that I wasn't sure that was so important, but I was like, why did this guy just repeat back to Jesus? what he just said, as if he was co-signing or giving approval to him. <laughs> he did not understand or realize who he was talking to, apparently. I mean, he couldn't have. It was one of those moments, you know. I <laughs> so he said to him, well, well said, teacher. You have spoken the truth for there is one God and there is no other but he. And then he continues, and to love him with all the heart, with 
all the understanding, with all the soul, and with all the strength, and to love one's neighbor as oneself is more than all the whole burnt offerings and sacrifices. Hmm. Now, when Jesus saw that he answered wisely, he said to him, you are not far from the kingdom of God. Pause. You are not far from the kingdom of God. I love this. I'm going to move on to the next one. Okay. I'm going to read that again in a different version. Remember that last line. One of the religion scholars came up hearing the lively exchanges of questions and answer and seeing how sharp Jesus was in his answers. He p- <laughs> he, he realized that Jesus was pretty quick. <laughs> this guy might know what he's talking about. Hearing the lively exchanges of questions and answer and seeing how sharp Jesus was in his answers, he put in his question, which is, the, which is most important of all the commandments? Jesus said, the first in importance is, listen, Israel, the Lord your God is one, so love the Lord God with all your passion and prayer and intelligence and energy. And here's the second, love others as well as you love yourself. There is no other commandment that ranks with these. The religion scholar said, a wonderful answer, teacher. So lucid and accurate. That God is one and there is no other. And loving him with all passion and intelligence and energy and loving others as well as you love yourself, why? That's better than all offerings and sacrifices put together. When Jesus realized how insightful he was, he said, you're almost there. Right on the border of God's kingdom. I'm about to close, and I'm going to close like this. Church business, church stuff, or kingdom business. You tell me. You tell me. What are you doing? You tell me what it is based off of those two things. And I will say one or two things to you. I will say the kingdom of God is upon us. Or I will say you're almost there. You're almost there. You almost got it. So leadership Worship team, women's group, that group, ministry involvement, ministry work, ministry worker, 
ministry helper, whoever you are, there are two things that we're supposed to be doing that are very clear. We're supposed to be loving God with every fiber of our body. I'm not sure about you, but if you go to 1 Corinthians chapter 13 and you read about love, if you're not loving God that way, then you might need to rethink some things. And just if you haven't read 1 Corinthians chapter 13, then that's fine. I'm just going to give you a quick, just a quick overcap. Um, like, <laughs> there's nothing, there's nothing that should get in the way of God. Not your frustration, not your jealousy, not even your misunderstanding. What? My daughter comes to me and says, Dad, I would like to have, I would, I, no, I would like to date. And I say, no, you're not dating until you get a certain age. And she says to me, well, why not? And I'm like, well, because you lack maturity. She says, I don't understand. And I'm like, that's fine. But that doesn't change what I just said. So then she says to me, well, I just don't understand. I don't get it. Why can't I just do this? And I was like, because I said it's at this age. She's like, well, what if, what if it's two years earlier? And my response was, what if it's two years later? No, 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 no. What if it's two years earlier? And I said, and what if it's two years later? She's like, what? You, you're clearly not understanding what I'm saying. And I was like, no, I understand what you're saying very clearly. I think it's you that don't understand. She says, so two years earlier? And I said, two years later? And she was like, oh, no, we can stick with the date that you said originally. <laughs> and I was like. Love him in spite of the fact that you get it. Be obedient in spite of the fact that you get it. He didn't need for you to get it. He didn't need for you to understand it. He just needs for you to do it. And that's love. That's loving him. Now let's talk about loving people. Same thing. Go back to 1 Corinthians chapter 13. Let's look through it. Let's learn it. Let's understand it. And then let's love people. But watch this. I'm going to go one step further. Let's love people more than you love yourself. Hmm? John walked in one day with a coffee for Pastor Dwayne. And I was like, John, I don't drink coffee. I'm just kidding. He didn't do that, actually. But it would have been funny if he had. 
But instead, what John did was John came to me and said, hey, I'm going to get coffee. Is there anything that you need? What just happened there was, is he could have went and picked up coffee and picked up what he liked and brought it to me. Because he was thinking about himself. But instead, he came to me and asked me if I wanted something that I liked. Because he was thinking about me. He was thinking beyond himself to me. To do for me what he was going to do for himself. So he loved me like he loved himself. Following me? So next time you wonder if this is important or not, ask yourself, is it getting the job done? Is it doing something? Is it happening? Is the kingdom of God happening right there? I know you're like, that is just not, I don't know that that's good enough. Go back to the word of God. Meditate on the two scriptures that I gave you today. Meditate on them. Think on them. And when you walk away, I believe you're going to have an answer. You're going to have a clear answer as to what you were wondering. And just beware, the answer may be, that was ridiculous. That was silly that I even spent that much time thinking about that. That's all I have for you. Does, does that make sense? Are you sure you follow me? Are you seeking what's next? I'm asking you a question, TBD. Are you seeking what's next? Are you asking him what his will is? And are you ready to do it? Because we're almost there. We're almost there. Almost there. We're, we're, we're right on the border. We're right on the border of God's kingdom. I don't know how I feel about that. I have a hard time feeling good about that. But at the same time, it's like we're, we're almost there. We're right on the border. Like, we're so close. Church, we're almost there. That's not... Let me be clear. I'm, I'm not saying that's a bad thing. I'm not saying that's a bad thing. But I don't know about you. I want, I want for the, I want for people to look at the body of Dayton and say, the kingdom of God 
is upon us. That's my desire. I'm not going to tell you no lies. I love everything we have. And you know what? There's a part of me that would like to have more. But that's a whole nother message that I think, I think Pastor Jeff is going to begin to speak to. I, 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 have, a, I have a very good feeling. Because we, we've been in the same place. We've been on our face asking God, what's next? What are, what are we supposed to do next, God? What is, what's coming next? What do you want us to do? We're ready to go. Look at, look at, look at, look at who you've put us with. I mean, you know better than we do. Look at these people, man. They, they're ready to take a charge. They're ready to go. And both of us kind of came to the conclusion that God's like, mm, you're almost there. You're so close. So I'm asking you, are you seeking are you seeking the kingdom of God first? I want to pray with you today. If you bow your heads. We had five people give their life to the Lord last week. And that is so awesome. Man, I love that. But now what? Now what? What are we going to do? What are we going to do with our salvation? How are we going to respond to our salvation And don't miss it. Don't miss it. Please, please, please don't miss it. I am not, I am not pulling a Peter. I'm not saying to you, let's, let's, let's look to God. Now what are you going to do? I'm not saying that. I'm asking you, I'm begging you to please, 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 please. Let's look to him. Let's take what we know and let's just do. Let's take what we know and let's just be obedient to Christ Jesus. Let's be obedient to the Holy Spirit. Let's follow him. Let's follow his lead. Let's trust God for his provisions. Let's, let's be the kingdom of heaven. If there's anybody here today that you don't know, you don't know Christ Jesus is your Lord and Savior, I'm not going to ask you to raise your hand. I'm not going to do that. Just today. I just, I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't know if it's church stuff or kingdom stuff, but right now what matters to me is that right now in this moment, if you don't, if you know that there is an issue, if you know that there is a problem between you and Jesus, if you know for a fact that your heart is, is trembling, your heart is in error, which let me just tell you, all of our hearts are in error all the time. But if you need clarity, if you want more of him right now where you're at, and I'm, again, this should be every single one of us. Let's just keep it real. 
Let's, let's just say a prayer together. You, in, in, you under your breath or in your mind or however you want to do it, will you join me on one accord? Will you have one mind with me? Can we unite here in this moment? And we, can we say to God, Lord, cleanse my heart. Cleanse my heart. Create in me a new spirit. Create in me a loyal spirit. God, let your spirit take first place in my life so that I can be doing the work of the Father. Whatever that might be. God, if I have clarity on nothing else, help me to be clear that I am doing what you would have me to do. Help me to be clear that I am in your will. From the smallest thing to the greatest thing. If I come into this place and I scrub the toilets, Lord God, let me know that I am pleasing in your eyesight. If I go to the grocery store and I buy groceries for my kids, help me to know that I am pleasing in your eyesight. If I lead a ministry and I lead thousands to you, just let me know that I'm in your will and I'm pleasing in your eyesight. And if I don't hear that well done and good and faithful servant, then God, I pray that you would nudge me and remind me to seek you, to seek to be in your will and to be pleasing in your eyesight. God, I desire you in my life. I desire more of you in my life. God, I want to know you. Lord, I want to know more about you. God, I, I just want to be wherever you are, doing whatever it is you would have for me to do. I rebuke the enemy right now in the name of Jesus. God, give us eyes to see. Give us eyes to see the enemy when he's moving, when he's creeping, when he's sneaking up to distract us to steal, kill, and destroy our revelation of who you are in our lives. I pray all this in your son Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Thank you very much for hearing and listening. I, I really, really hope that you will take and you will go home and you will really think through this and really meditate on what I've said today. Pull those scriptures open Dig into them yourself and, and let God speak to you. I believe this with every ounce of my being. He is going to speak to you. He's going to give you a revelation of his will and where, you, where you're supposed to be in that. I believe that with my whole heart. And maybe he's already given it to you. 
Grab a hold of it and don't let go. Do not allow the enemy to steal the revelation that God has given to you. All right, guys? I love you. Thank you, Facebook. Thank you, everyone. God bless you. If you, if you need to talk to us or, or you want, you know, very specific prayer, please come up. Me, Pastor Jeff, would love to do that with you, all right? Again, God bless you. Have a wonderful day.